Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, and here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 172 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. For this installment, I have another show filled with a bunch of mostly new music for you. A lot of this stuff arriving just within the past few weeks even. It's so impressed and inspired by the steady stream of really high-quality sounds coming out of late. So I'm excited to present just a small sampling of some of the things I've been checking out for this episode. I'll start things off with a track from the new Patois Counselors album called The Optimal Seat that just came out on Evernever Records, the label that issued their first proper release a few years ago, suitably titled Proper Release, which is still one of my favorite albums within that label's excellent catalog. But this new one holds its own with that first album, with their large group, hook-filled, post-punk songs still being as infectious as ever, which you'll hear on this song called Don't Stop the Rattle. So here again is Patois Counselors.
You are hearing the cello and voice work of Judith Haman right now. This is the title track to her new album, Music for Cello and Humming, which is one of two new solo releases to have come out recently. This one is out on Blank Forms. She has another one out on Black Truffle as well. I've heard Haman's playing in other collaborations and through quite a few contributions to other artist material, but this is her first solo stuff that she's put out, and it's really quite trance-inducing, getting into that deep listening vein of Pauline Oliveris. Really great stuff. Before this, from an album that came out two years ago, you heard from the equally trance-inducing Chilean psych folk outfit, Glorious Navalis. And probably like many of you out there, this band was put on my radar by their debut LP release out on Kai Records, which had that great nocturnal, low-volume, Velvet's Jam Session vibe to it, which this release, called Presenta El Blues de Esteban, develops even further and perhaps even better. really love this band's style of psych-folk minimalism, along with the somewhat related A Full Cosmic Sound that includes a few members of this group and a band that I played a few episodes ago on the show. In front of that, you heard another track from David Nance's brand new album called Staunch Honey. I say another because I played something on the last show that feature on Trouble in Mind Records. I've had a chance to spend some more time with this new record from Nance since that last show, and I'm feeling pretty confident in saying at this point that this is one of his best records from start to finish that he's put out yet. Love the recording quality, love the songwriting, and just love that Midwestern backroads boogie sound that Nance creates on many of the tracks, like the one that you heard called Save Me Some Tears. You heard from the long-running Dutch lo-fi pop outfit, the Bingo Trappers, in front of that, played the opening track King in Exile from their 1997 release called Sierra Nevada, which also has some Midwestern connections, having been co-released by the great Shrimper label and Sing Unix, the latter being a label run by Chris Deedon out of Omaha. Coincidentally, I also happen to have recently acquired this LP from Mr. David Nance, so uh, there's your added mid-set tie-in. Then before that, I played the track Bed of Dull Nails from Soft Shoulder, who is the ever-evolving or revolving noisy post-punk project or self-described junk kraut group that is headed up by James Fella out of Tempe, Arizona. They have had a few releases this year, but This one comes from their latest collection called Not The New One that features recordings made between 2015 and 2019 in different locations and with different lineups. And this comes out on Fela's own long-running label, Gilgango Records. And I played something from Horrid Red before that. It's been quite a while since Horrid Red last put out a proper full-length album. They have a great new one out on Soft Abuse called Radiant Life that features probably their strongest batch of songs to date. I've always explored a certain darkened brand of post-punk, but this new one brings in some slightly brighter pop elements as well, which I'd like to think comes from core member and our own failure-of-all-pop columnist Edmund Xavier, a.k.a. Glenn Donaldson. 
but played a track from that one called Omitted Profits. I was really excited to see this next album pop up a few months ago on the recital site from Kira Mulhern. I thought her debut album from last year called Silt was just terrific. And this new one called The Ossibus 20 contains shorter pieces compared to Silt's single 30 plus minute duration but it continues to find Mulhern exploring this interesting hybrid of sound art or sound poetry, whatever you want to call it. But reportedly, this one deals with notions of memory and loss. And I find this particular track called Signs in the Memory to be one of the most affecting pieces on the album. Love the way her voice kind of gets fragmented and the places that your mind go to to try to fill in the blanks towards the end of this one. So give this a listen. Again, this is Kira Mulhern. Sides, 
recorded a few months clavicula ones, a few heart shoulder blades, team ribs, team everything away, team has a different shape and convinced that he is side. The opinion of the supported of mine. Or of the priest arrows to the man. Or part. So if you this first person each of the pieces of bone is confirmed when another cave of the Neanderthals in 1865 bones of extinct animals, bear, hyena, rhinoceros, ox, So the question of the prehistoric age of finding, but at this point raises objections to the man whose opinion is decisive, that is, presents the bones all the examination of the assembly which was affected by and states that the skull belongs to a man of the modern era which was affected by claim that it is the skull of a sick hermit of mind do you He's finds stone utensils and bone tools. Deep lies the salute. So. The stone tools are finely washed on the whole surface. Under it is in turn the ch- which takes its name from caverns, rent, the apophysis, Observe the Roman terracotta vessels.
Behind me, you're hearing a great first-time collaboration between two South American artists, Lorenzo Gomez Aviedo and Bardo Todal. It's a work of Pablo Pico. This really shares a certain avant folk spirit that the Finnish Phonal Records camp was exploring to a certain degree during the previous decade. But then again, things detour into a sort of eerie music concrete headphone trip that's quite hard to pin down, but really captivating release all the way through. This is a new one that came out on Kira Girisu Recordings recently, a label out of Japan. You heard some homespun psych rock sounds from Ren Kits before that, from their new album called Early Worm, a co-release between Sophomore Lounge and Feeding Tube Records. Love the lead guitar work that comes through on that song called Into the House. And this is my first time hearing Ren Kits, but from my understanding, this material is much more rock-leaning than their previous efforts. I know they had a tape out on NNA tapes a few years ago, and I hear shades of Sparkle Horse, actually, in some of this material, but plenty of weirder moments on this one, too. If you're looking for full-on weirdness, though, then the brand-new album from Max Nordial called Building a Better Void is just what the doctor ordered, so to speak. Nordial is based in Oakland and has been involved in other bands and projects that have played on the podcast over the years, including Preening, Violence Creeps, and Nothing Band, and more recently he's also been putting out material under the name Hair Clinic. But this new one contains songs, and I'll use air quotes there around that, in the freest sense of the word, kind of falling apart at the edges, but holding on to maybe a single fragment or a recurring pattern. And the uh, promo blurb lists Little Howling Wolf and the Nihilist Spasm Band as reference points. And honestly, that's pretty spot on for this one. You heard the track called Sight Traffic Prolonged. You heard from a new 7-inch single called Ready Reckoner from Bonds before that. And a track called Steiner. Bonds is one of a few different projects affiliated with the UK-based label Spillage Fate which if you comb through our podcast archives, you'll find a feature that we did on them several years ago. The single features their signature bedroom pop experimentation, served up in small portions. And you heard another blast from a new 7-inch release, a 15-song EP of studio recordings from 1993 from the seminal noise rock unit Harry Pussy. Many of these super short tracks haven't appeared on any of their previous releases. However, No Hey, the track that I played, has appeared in a few different versions. I believe the first on that compilation called You'll Never Play This Town Again. I know there was a couple versions of it on there, and I can't remember. I'd have to comb through their discography to see if it was on anything else. But uh, this was a new one that Orkut released from his own imprint. And before that, I played something from a new release by the duo of Valentina Magaletti and Marlene Ribeiro, who are both active in other various groups and under different aliases. Megaletti in Tomega, Vanishing Twin, and UUUU, I think is how they uh, go by. A nice collaboration with some heavy hitters in the world of experimental music. And Ribeiro in Nod and as Negra Branca. But this release originally came out earlier this year on a cassette on the Italian imprint Commando Vanessa. But Horn of Plenty has released a nice vinyl edition with 
an art booklet and all, and their collaboration is said to have come out of a residency that the two artists were involved in where they led percussion workshops for female artists, and there's definitely a strong rhythmic and percussive feel that runs throughout this release, but also it's quite trippy and out there in other places too. I played the opening two cuts from the B-side of that one. And then again, at the very top of that set, you heard brand new stuff from the new Kira Mulhern record. I'm going to head into this next block of music with an album I've really been enjoying of late from the trumpet and percussion duo of Navarro and Holmes called Heritage of the Invisible Two. These two artists are also a part of that powerhouse free jazz unit, Irreversible Entanglements, who, if you haven't checked out the record that they released earlier this year, stop what you're doing and check it out. It's a great, great record. But uh, this should at least give you some indication that this record of theirs is not some laid-back jazz standards type affair. Uh, This release is kind of all over the place in a really good way, and there's some noisy blasters and funky numbers and a tribute to Thelonious Monk. And then the track like this one that's called A Night in New York that features the voice of Bridget Zazula, whose vocal range and tone kind of reminds me a little bit of a jazzed-up Bjork. But uh, check this out and see what you think.
Behind me, you're hearing the original installation version of sound artist and sound sculpturist Bill Fontana's Landscape Sculpture with Foghorns that was issued on LP back in 1982. The San Francisco organization Other Minds recently reissued an expanded CD version that also includes a reworked 2018 version of that piece, along with extensive liner notes penned by writer and Arclight Editions label head Jennifer Lucy Allen, along with a nice conversation with Bill Fontana. Before that, you heard a track called Tritchy from the latest self-released CD from Homogenized Terrestrials from out of Illinois. Homogenized Terrestrials is the solo project of Philip Clamp, who has been quietly creating this really interesting electronic, experimental, ambient music, what have you, since the mid-80s and kind of doing it completely under the radar. And this new one from him is called Defending Magician, and it's really, really strong work from him. Since I spoke over much of the Toho Sara track that I played on that Black Editions feature a few episodes back, I thought it was worth including another track from this excellent deluxe reissue of this trio's 1995 self-titled release. The music on this album is, of course, quite a departure from Ashihito Nanjo's work in High Rise and Makoto Kawabata's in Acid Mother's Temple, as they go deep into acoustic and ritualistic sounds on this album. I played Easternmost 2 from that release. You heard a really short track from the French lettrist, poet, painter, filmmaker, etc., etc., Maurice Lemaitre, from a collection of his recordings from between 1952 and 1968 that Al Gamargan issued on LP back in 2014. Lemaitre's take on sound poetry is really quite fun, quite rhythmic and musical, actually. In fact, there are several tracks on here where the vocalizing is over like early rock and roll songs. And I was surprised to learn that the track that I played called Letra Rock 
was originally released as a 45 RPM single on Columbia Records of all places back in 1958. And before that, you heard the track called The Sidewalks Are Watching from the debut album from See Through 4, which is one of many lineup variations of the See Through Jazz Orbit, headed up by the Toronto-based bassist and composer Pete Johnston. The label blurb notes that this record features performances that blur the lines between composition and improvisation in the tradition of the Jimmy Geoffrey Three, Carla Bley, and Ornette Coleman, with some 1980s-era King Crimson thrown in for good measure. And there is some interesting time signatures at play in these different pieces on this album called False Ghosts Minor Fears. And then again, at the very top of that set, you heard from Navarro and Holmes from their new record called Heritage of the Invisible Two, and the track called A Night in New York out on International Anthem. I'm going to wrap up this show with another track where the environment and the structure, in this case the Mueller Tunnel located up in the Angeles Mountains, play an integral role in the recordings. I'm going to play a lengthy excerpt from the release called Mueller Tunnel by Tasting Menu, who is the trio of Cassia Streb, Cody Putnam, and Tim Feeney. The group hiked up to this tunnel location with a wagon full of recording equipment and instruments and captured their performances that incorporated aspects of their surroundings. It's a really quite special release and the accompanying photography booklet alone is just really, really beautiful. So I'm going to play almost the entirety of a piece called Warren from that one. And that'll take us out to the end of this show. If you have any questions for me, you can always get in touch at fffreakout at hotmail.com. Or if you'd like to look back at the complete playlist for this show, you can head over to our website at freeformfreakout.com. I'll be back in a couple weeks, and it's looking like I'll have a few features in the works coming up. But here again is Tasting Menu to round out the show. And as always, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>